there's a new link in the food chain, and a 4.30 p.m. dinner or breakfast is it. Uh, some force out there ripped the boundaries of space and time to shreds, and now Four Seasons and a Funeral is here. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by David and Charlie as we discuss the next evolution in science fiction, Primeval. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5 of Primeval. Terrible news. Oh, God, we need to rejig this. I'm David. God! I'm Charlie. <laughs> We need to have the I'm with blah and blah after at like, the end. This is it has terrible. to be at the end. I don't it's know really... how I fucked this up so badly when I wrote this. But is it's, it? It's really terrible or terrible. What is? <laughs> what kind of terrible is it, David? I'm gonna have. I, they made the pun name already. I can't <laughs> believe it. It's already a dumb pun name. This TV guide game is gonna be interesting. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we can do it this time. <laughs> There's not enough. We'll have to see how, how vague they get in the later seasons. So, they're so specific. So, so David, I do I re- actually have a different game idea. For, so when Is we get to the end. Dinosaur? Uh, it's still TV Guide related. Try okay. The, it's it's going to be interesting. Excellent. Is it how many um, butt panty shots of Abby do they manage to fit into this episode? My oh, lord. Oh, God. It's I so hope bad. that actress is being paid well. Jesus mm. Christ. I think she was Probably a pop star well as enough. well, so. Oh, I don't think it's just accident. egregious at yeah. this point. Like it, it, it most certainly is. Oh, no. Also, David, the, the podcast, or like this, this episode's name should be Terrible News, spelled the correct way. Just no, <laughs> no pun. Or they a take different pun. terrible pun. It's just terrible news. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, how's everyone's weeks been? Um, but Charlie, how, what have you been up to? How's life? Uh, weeks. We recorded like three days ago, three or four yeah. days ago. When I so when I say weeks, I just mean like each of us had a week. So like week, like everyone's mm-hmm. week. Okay. Uh, that one got over. Got over the cold I had last time. It's been hey. nice, you know, not having my sinuses pound every time I slightly bend over um, mm. is nice. Other than that, uh, haven't really done much. Yeah, playing Risk of Rain again is nice. such a rabbit hole to fall into of is this item actually good for the character I'm playing? No, general consensus says no. Well, especially mm. with void items now, where yeah. you're like, mm, "Is this good? Maybe." Um, no, it's a, just bad. Getting knee deep back into a self-insert fan fiction that I have tried several times to stay up to date with and fail every time, and I'm currently on page thirty of the story-only forum post of 124. So. <laughs> I got a ways to go, and that's skipping and very annoying for me. Feels like filler arc, um, and it's still like I'm still so far behind, and it's good though. I enjoy it. It that's the guy like knows it's a DC superhero one, and the guy knows his DC comics and plucks characters out of complete obscurity, and then gives them a solid storyline, like. In a DC comic somewhere, there's another Martian, like the Martian Manhunter, but he came to Earth and became a porn star. And because he can shapeshift. And he had an entire subplot just around that guy. I mean, that makes genius sense. Isn't that the fucking person from The Boys? Um, yeah, probably. One of them. They had a shapeshifter on The Boys, right? Who was doing porn? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. It it's it's good, especially if you like enjoy fleshing out of ideas that comics tend to gloss over. Like the main character has a freak out because he's like, computers have no standardized input system. Everyone appears to know what the inputs mean, and computers never fail, and that shouldn't happen. He's like, there's teleporters, and they just work, and they've never failed, and I don't understand how they've never failed. Yeah, it's it's a good time. David, what weird fanfics have you been reading? Uh, there's a really good Armored Core self-insert I'm reading where the person self-inserts not as 621, but as the Mother Coral. 
um very good it's actually exploring a lot of the like ac6 lore and a lot of the side characters that you don't really get to see in the main story like uh middle flatwell i didn't realize that all the rubicon people were named after fingers charlie oh yeah yeah because you have you have like you have uh (laughs) you have father ring dolmayan because it's a ring finger it's so fucking stupid why nice because they're a hand (laughs) it's still stupid like (laughs) is it is it better than an organization who calls themselves the vespers and abbreviates that to a v and then also uses roman numerals so you have uh, you have V five, which is V V. Yeah, but that's Vesper number five. It's not is, actually meant to be V V. I know, but it's just confusing to look at it and everyone's like, oh yes, Vesper five. And I'm like, how the fuck is he not ten? Is it not five point <laughs> five? What the hell? Who was Vesper five? Uh who was Vesper five? Hold on. <laughs> uh hawkins oh hawkins actually is a character that is semi we he appears right hawkins uh i think you kill him in one of the alt storyline missions maybe no no hawkins is only in the arena swinburne is the funny one who you get to ambush ambush the vespers he's there with um pater pater who's the mercenary liaison right poor dude yeah i think ambush yeah V5 Hawkins and V8 Pater. V4 Rusty is still the best. God, I want to kiss Rusty. What? <laughs> mm. He just calls you buddy and it makes me feel so warm and like, ugh. Someone made like uh, in the AC subreddit, someone made like a Femme Rust- Rusty and the comments immediately exploded and they had to cl- close the thread. There was an oh, issue no. with the AC6 like, subreddit where everyone exploded. Like, there was an issue where people were like, we need to contain the horny posts because everyone is just making big tit anime versions of everyone. Yep. Can we please not? And everyone's like, but AC is anime. And they're like, that's not the point. <laughs> that's fine. We get Mecha has anime inspirations. You can't horny post all the time everywhere. Please. <laughs> Be stop being horny on main, please. Hey, Nick, what was your horny day like? Um, it was it was very not horny. I really? was I was playing I, I thought you were talking about something that happened during Ultimate Frisbee that could be interpreted as <laughs> it, Sure. Sure, Charlie. So uh, audience, I I played a I played a Frisbee tournament this weekend. Um, and over the course of that Frisbee tournament, I had one game where there was a lot of contact, and Ultimate Frisbee is a non-contact sport. Uh, both times, I attempted to call fouls on the opposing players and then was yelled down by the opposing team. Uh, the second time was purely because of optics, um, as I was running full speed for a disc and someone uh, in came into my blind spot to try and stop the stop me from catching the disc. I caught the disc. And then just fucking trucked them, um, like just full on through them. Had no idea that they were there, uh, and landed landed on top of them. Uh, and I immediately like didn't know who the person was. Immediately gave the signal for foul. Like I'd caught the disc, but I still wanted people to know, hey, that's a foul. Um, and then I look over at who it is, and it's probably a woman who's like half my size. Um, not a great look optics wise. Uh, <laughs> You heard it here first, and... audience. Nick beats women. Oh no! Nope. To the nope. first. That no. is. Oh no! That is. That is. In fact, not what happened. <laughs> it is no, very not what happened. You beat her to the frisbee. I'm just gonna say no to all of these things. Um, <laughs> David, edit that pause out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. It was it was great. Otherwise, very fun weekend of frisbee. Uh, our team finished four and four, um, and we won both of our uh, playoff games. Uh, unfortunately, because of how we'd seated in the pools, uh, we were playing for ninth, but we got ninth. Uh, so that's pretty exciting, uh, and a bunch of bunch of fun games. Um, I made it out the other side only slightly injured, which is good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, oh, David, if anyone in the audience cares, David and I also finally finished our story only playthrough of Borderlands 1. Woo! Um, took us Yay. roughly 12 and a half hours across four sessions, three of which were streamed on our Twitch and I think are getting uploaded to our YouTube channel if you care to rewatch or watch. Already been uploaded. On those? Yeah. Um, we hate that game now. <laughs> I Borderlands used to be a fun game to me. I don't know if I'm ever going to replay it, at least in the next couple years. <laughs> it it completely distorts your view of how that game is fun when the play style is run up to enemies that are much stronger than you, deliberately get shot down so you go into last stand so that you don't have to care about, care about your health for a bit and just shoot aimlessly at guys two feet in front of you. Repeat ad nauseum. Nice. Yeah, it's tuning around. We're probably going to do Borderlands 2 at some point. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> and then after that, Borderlands pre-sequel. And then after that, Borderlands 3. Because <laughs> we hate ourselves. And then Tiny Tina's. Are we doing Tiny Tina's? Yeah, it's one oh of the mainline Borderlands games. Uh, it does, it's not called Borderlands. So? It's called Tiny Tina's. It's a spinoff. It's, it's a mainline Borderlands game. No, it's not. It adds nothing to the overall lore. <laughs> well, well, I look forward to hearing how all of this goes. Hey, Nick, you should buy Borderlands 2. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nick, what if I buy you Borderlands 2? <laughs> I will not play it. Oh, by the way, audience, if my voice sounds fucked, it's also because I've been yelling for the last two days while playing Frisbee. Um, you I, heard was, it. Nick I was the one who would... yells at women. No, I I was yelling at my own team. Are there women on your team? I'm, I, I'm not going to answer that question, Charlie, because you, you already know the answer to it, and you're just trying to bait me here. You know, I, I'm quite skilled at baiting, so you know. So would say I'm you, a master you are, at it. it. Yep, yeah, you most definitely are a master at it. Yeah. Uh, all right, shall we? shall we get into this episode? Before Charlie tries to insinuate more shit? Yeah, probably. Uh, All right. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, the TV guide for this episode reads, A prehistoric winged reptile appears above a golf course. Connor and Abby search for Rex in the nearby woods. Those are two things that happen. Uh, the TV guide person for this gave up on the show so quickly. <laughs> it's kind of incredible. <laughs> like, usually it takes, there's only like seven episodes. I'm shocked at how quickly they gave up. Like, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of incredible. Like, these are two things that happen. There's, there's definitely other stuff. I guess they don't want to spoil it, but like, it's just, it's just, this sounds like a very lame episode of TV with what has been stated here. Yeah. Just a little bit. I mean, it's, it kind of was a bit of lame TV. I was fine. <laughs> this this episode, uh, especially later parts of it, did really feel like early 2000s TV. Oh, it definitely had some, some early 2000s vibes. It, it was slightly painful at times. I'm just screaming every time Connor and fucking oh. Abby like just talk to each other and I'm just so upset. I'm so I'm going to be so angry. That the episode I, where they kiss, I'm getting giving a 1. I'm going to call out that out right away. <laughs> There's going to be an episode where I, they kiss and I'm going to give that episode a 1 purely because of that. I will say if they're trying to make us hate Connor, they're doing a really good job at it. <laughs> like oh. he's just he's just a scumbag. Like, yeah, he is. He ugh. is freeloading off her now. It's has he at least been paying rent? No, like, most definitely not. I also want to know how is she paying rent? Because as far as we know, like, is is the home office? She paying got fired them? from her. Yeah, she. They must because like she got fired from her old job. Do they count as consultants? Like, how much they are have, they being I, paid? Yeah. How much does a flat the size that Abby has cost? In, in... Uh, this was early. This was this was mid two thousands. David, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> UK UK rent's always been more fucked than anyone else, mainly because but, but, you can't build. It's out an, from island. an island. <laughs> Listen, this was this was two thousand seven, right before the the fantastic time for housing of two thousand and eight. Um, <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. 
nothing could go wrong here. It's oh man. Uh, <laughs> anyways, shall we get into golf, which is what this episode is, right? That's all that happens. Just oh. two two dudes playing some golf. <laughs> One dude's a huge dick while golfing. Also, just the worst. <laughs> And they're both bad, is they think the best part about this. Oh, they're so bad at golf. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's basically just two guys bad at golf. One dude's a dick and drives off without giving his friend a lift. And then, you know. And then he dies. Something something kills him. And then his his friend finds his his dead body. That's, That's the intro. There's a lot of fluff in there. But yeah, that's that's basically it. A dude is killed by presumably a dinosaur on a golf course. And then yep. we cut to Abby's flat and we see her butt in underwear again. Yep. That's, that's crazy. And like, I love butts in underwear as much as the next guy, but it feels pervy when the show makes you look at it. It's just a, a fantastic example of the male gaze in cameras. And it's just like, ugh. well, see, I don't think male gays care about female butts that much. <laughs> All right. All right. You piece <laughs> of shit. You, fu- you absolute fucker. I love, I love that joke so much. I, I don't oh, care that no. I stole that. <laughs> you absolute motherfucker. Oh, man. But yeah, Abby, we cut to the flat. It it appears like Connor has turned the temperature up to 34 degrees. Absolute madman. That is... That's, uh, that's insane. Wild, wildly uncomfortable. Um, In the guise of making Rex comfortable, but it's really to make Abby strip more, because he's a scumbag. He's, he's just act- actually a scumbag. Like, yeah, Connor, I, Connor would get cancelled nowadays. Oh, so fast. Uh, and oh, then Connor would be an incel. Connor would yes. be an incel and would be all about Andrew Tate. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be that... listing off like podcast mm. shit every now and then. Mm. That that tracks actually. Yeah, it's super and... <laughs> super weird to watch like somewhat recent media as like the rise of the alpha male shit came up. There's an episode of Supernatural where a dude makes a deal with a demon to kill his wife because his wife was cheating on him. And the demon goes and talks to him and is like, hey, but you also cheated on your wife. And he's like, yeah, but it's different for guys because it's just about sex. And for women, it's emotional. And I'm like, that's an Andrew Tate talking uh, point. But they never bring up Andrew Tate. <laughs> and then the demon, yeah, that's not good. the demon kills that guy out of spite anyways. So, you know. Like, they, they preserve... The, the women who cheated on him is, is alive and they kill the alpha male husband to make their point. And I'm like, good, good on you show little heavy handed, but I get who you're talking to. I get what you're trying for here. And I appreciate that at least. Ugh. Oh man. Anyways. Um, fuck Connor. He's a scumbag. Um, yeah, he's Connor. playing a, he's playing a blizzard. He's, he's a freeloader as well. Worst playing- character of the fucking show playing oblivion as well what he a fucking also dweeb hung up a picture of him and his friends in her apartment that he's only supposed to yeah. be staying at temporarily to to be fair one of his friends did just die like yeah <laughs> like a month ago like so so here's here's the thing man i want to cut i want to cut connor some slack for this whole like freeloading for a month and like staying with abby thing but, like, he's just been a piece of shit, like, before his friend died. So it's not even like, oh, I, I want to cut you some slack for your friend dying. It's like, no, nah, you are going to do this whether he died or not. Like, this is... Yeah. So much of this is not, like, you know, acting out because his friend died last episode, which apparently was a month ago now. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Ugh. But he, he, do be, he do be playing Oblivion, and he is playing on Tom's save. Uh... The, the, his the, dead friend. I think the wiki doesn't know what video games are. Because in the wiki, it <laughs> says, Connor is playing an Xbox game at the sofa when after apparently excellently defeating an enemy, he brings up the game's menu to and looks at the saved game files to see how close his is to the lead. 
The game files indicate that Tom was in second place in the game when last he played. What? 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 (laughs) Who wrote this wiki? (laughs) Like, what? Seventy-year-old man wrote this wiki. (laughs) Dude, don't you love uh, single-player single-player games? Don't you love save slots being organized in terms of score? And not by like time or slot? In Oblivion? (laughs) (laughs) The Elder Scrolls game? (laughs) I, again, I am driven by the need to create a fandom account to edit these wikis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good job. That's That's seven Oblivion gates sealed. Your score is 4,000 points. Oh, but you killed a chicken in town. That's minus 20,000. Damn you, Todd Howard. (laughs) <laughs> also, I have no idea. I have no idea how difficult Oblivion is, but I would like to point out with these save files. Apparently, Connor has been playing on the save file for five and a half hours and is still level one, which seems he's doing a challenge run. Suspect. <laughs> okay, fair enough. He's, he's doing no, a challenge that's, run. That's just actually impossible because in Oblivion you get XP for jumping. Um, on the other hand, he's doing Tom- a challenge run. <laughs> Tom Tom played Tom played for eleven and a half hours and was level three, which also sounds insane. I also don't it it genuinely looks like they were playing Oblivion, like they didn't edit any of that footage. So I do wonder how Oblivion calculates your level if it's like a, a RuneScape average of your combat levels. Cause then I could see someone still being level one somehow. No, it's it works just like Skyrim. Whenever you level up something at your your total level also goes up. Uh, so he should have leveled just through sprinting and running as well. Or just the tutorial. Just going through the tutorial should have made him level, yeah. I think killing those rats gives you at least one melee level in whatever stat. Anyhow. Uh, basically, basically what we've <laughs> learned is You can't is tell that audience, Connor... we're gamers. <laughs> Connor and Tom are Capital also fake G gamers. gamers. No, no, lowercase g. Capital, Capital G gamers. Capital G, are G gamers. <laughs> Nick's the only capital G gamer here. Can, no, I, show no, you my, no. can I show you my favorite gate? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, right. joke of the episode. <laughs> All right, shall we? Uh, shall we return <laughs> from our gaming break back to back to Primeval? All right, all my friends in my other Discord server for because we're playing Project Zomboid earlier, and I died, and I dug a grave for myself. Um, they found my body and they brought it to my grave, and now they're discussing playing music and dancing on my grave. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, that's that sounds about right. Just tracks. Just tracks. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's go to the golf course where the uh, uh, the home office has been called because um, d- dude died in a weird way. Dude died in a real weird way. Um, and we get them sealing it off uh, so that at the very least there's not going to be any like wandering around civilians who are about to die to a dinosaur. Um, and we also get eh. some drama where apparently the home office Lester guy wants to kick Cutter out of the team. But it's been a month, and we haven't seen any of this drama. Yeah. And have no real indication as to why he wants Cutter gone. Because he makes more yep. problems than he solves, apparently. Of course. In, in this episode, yes, he does. Is Absolutely. it really Cutter's fault? Because he was right about the pterodon. The pterodon. I mean, also, uh, that, I don't give that, a that shit. That does not matter. Shoot it. Kill it. But it wasn't going to attack anyone. Be here. It wasn't actually going to attack anyone. This is... Literally the only time, probably, you are going to get a perfect specimen. Shoot it and study it. Like, just, that's it. The, the, the fact that they haven't turned these portals into harvesting technology is insane, by the way. Also, why, why do the Special Forces have real guns anyways if, as we can see, you have a trank that can knock out a pterodactyl in one shot in half a second. That should 100% Dude. be a lethal fu- That's a lethal gun for a person, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He, Steven missed three shots. Kids in the park at the bottom of that building are dead. 
kids kids in the park found some found some weird needles um pricked their fingers on them and then passed away <laughs> no no like they're just playing and then it's just like <laughs> and then timmy falls over dead just steven going ah the wind took it <laughs> <laughs> and my we'll get to that but my reaction was why don't you have a sniper with you who actually knows how to like reasonably compensate for that why is uh, because this no, guy because everyone else was gonna kill it. Also, will a sniper be able to reasonably concentrate? It's a fucking crank gun. I don't think they've trained with that. I don't, yeah, I don't um, think a sniper who's used to like a fifty cal actual like gun it will be able to compensate for darts right. flying in the wind. I think more than right, so that we can really. I think Stevens had more practice with it because he seemed very comfortable with that crank gun. Yeah, All right, real quick, real quick, guys, just so that we can discuss this further. I'm going to fast forward us along to there. Uh, in the meantime, Connor's hanging out in the apartment. Um, Abby uh, has left uh, to like to go, go to yoga, gets, which Connor yoga. does also then say, hey, if you want help stretching nope. and shit, let me know. <laughs> With your bending He's just and a scumbag. He's, he's just a scumbag. We've already discussed this. <laughs> um, Abby does give him the reminder, hey. Close all the windows. Um, don't fucking let Rex escape. And uh, later, Connor receives a call. Um, it's from Professor Cutter uh, being like, hey, get down to this golf course. Uh, there's there's some weird shit happening here and we need your expertise. Uh, he gets into, the, gets into the car, forgets to close windows. So Rex just flies out of a window and then into um, his car and crazy. hides away. Just insane. I guess, does Rex have the intelligence of a small dog? Is that what they're saying? Like, is Rex just fully, like, dog intelligent? I don't. I guess that's what they're going for. I don't even care. He's cute as fuck. There you go. He's a golden retriever, everyone. I, I um, mean, contrary to what Abby says in this actual episode. Yes. Uh, anyways, um, while Connor is driving to uh, the golf course, uh, they the team has their first encounter uh, with the pterodactyl uh, as it swoops down over them um, and almost eats them. Right, guys? That's what's happened. That's what's happening. Yep. Two hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they uh, are waiting around. Carter arrives, uh, gets waved through. Um, and gets out of the car for Rex to also get out of the car, uh, at which point Connor's like, well, well, shit, all right, Rex, stay in the car. Rex immediately decides, nope, not going to stay in the car. Um, starts to run off. Connor has to chase him. Um, they make it out of the golf course. Um, Connor and uh, Connor is spotted by the rest of the team as he's midway down a hole, um, still trying to talk to Rex. Um, they get chased by the pterodactyl. Um, fortunately, both of them survive. Uh, unfortunately, fortunately, in all of this, unfortunately, Connor survives. <laughs> yeah, man, be a real shame if Connor were to die here, eh? Also, like, such a shame. Get a cat harness, and you can take Rex for walks. Like, and then you don't have to worry about this. Just yes. always, always have a harness on him. It'll be fine. Anyways, um, the unfortunate thing is that uh, Professor Cutter. Um, notices uh, that Rex is with them. Uh, he has no he has no clue uh, that Abby's been keeping Rex. Uh, so far, it's only been Connor and uh, Abby who know this. Um, and uh, unfortunately, a woman from the home office. What's her name again? Claudia. I remember, Claudia. Um, yeah, also sees this and is immediately like, "Yeah, you guys are in for some shit here. This is super not okay." Uh, <laughs> They're able to, uh, after they escape, Rex runs away. Um, Abby and Connor start to try and uh, hunt down Rex after Abby apologizes to Professor Cutter and is like, hey, can I, can I keep him, though? Please? Cute. Um, I'm so sorry. I kept this Connor. dangerous animal. <laughs> not Connor. The, the lizard. The lizard cute. <laughs> can you please uh, <laughs> take Connor off my hands, actually? Please? Yeah. Can we can we can we trick on Connor by any chance? Can we put Connor in the anomaly and send him back? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh anyways, um Connor and Abby start to uh go go hunting for Rex. Uh in the meantime, uh Claudia and uh Nick alongside Steven 
uh, follow the pterodactyl um, and figure out where it roosted with the help of the home office. Um, make their way down there. Um, Nick is eventually able to convince Claudia, like, hey, we're, we're, we got here ahead of all of the, like, all of the soldiers. Um, can we do it my way until they arrive? Uh, and Claudia's like, fine, I guess we can do that. Um, and then we get the, the incredible scene of Stephen probably killing several children, uh, with trank darts before eventually getting the pterodactyl. Um, it, the last possible second. And the yes. pterodactyl somehow lands on the roof as well. And not just... Roof. Crashes to the ground and dies. I really thought, like, why are you guys cranking this thing in the air? It's just gonna land and die. This was this was also Maggie's thing, and I was like, ah, I'm sure it's just like a make you sleepy and eventually like torpor you out kind of trank, not like the instant knock you out trank. That would be silly. And ate my words five seconds later. This, by the by the way, audience, this yeah, no, this this trank dart isn't the like, oh, I've been hit. I'm I'm slowly gonna go out over the next like thirty seconds to a minute. This trank dart is just a bonk over the head. Also, um, this <laughs> this animal goes limp and its neck bends as it somersaults over, and it somehow doesn't break its neck. As a fl- as a flying animal as well, with hollow, presumably hollow bones, doesn't break a single one because it can fly by the end of the episode. And then, yeah, Claudia has some, like, sass for Cutter, like, oh, we're doing it my way next time. And then it manages to wake up briefly enough to smack her in the head with its beak. And it's kind of played off as a joke. Despite... But she gets a full-on blindness concussion. That is yeah. serious brain damage. Like, it hits her. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It knocks her out, and Steven and Cutter are like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then the rest of the episode is based off this premise that she is helpless. And that she has a CTE. Like, like it, she... it, it, <laughs> it is, like, actively insane. Um, but yeah, let, shall we get into the second half of this episode, then? Um, where we deal with the results of a concussion, basically. Um, oh, Claudia's guess. gonna wake up. <laughs> yeah, Claudia, Claudia's gonna wake up. For some reason, the, the, like, soldiers decided, like, oh, where should we take her? I know, back to the golf course to receive medical <laughs> not treatment. Not at the hospital! Why didn't they take not her a, to the not hospital? Not at the hospital. Not at the home office. Why didn't they take her away? Obviously she's done for the day. Like, oh my lord. Maybe someone, one of the fucking people really hates Claudia and was hoping she'd die. <laughs> <laughs> like, I planted this bait to get a pterodactyl in here, knowing it hates red, and Claudia was wearing a red shirt today. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, she they're gonna start dealing with that. In the meantime, uh, Connor and Abby have been continuing to hunt for Rex. They do eventually find Rex just chilling beside a log. Like Rex, what what you doing? Uh, they look up at a tree, and oh shit, that's a bunch of small dinosaurs um, in a tree. Uh, and they like basically do the like classic like cartoon bat thing of like flying all around them, um, but fortunately not hurting them. Yeah, I I I'm pretty sure for them flying through the woods, they used a bat flying sound effect. Like I yes. I pretty sure I've heard that sound effect before. Uh, that, that feels very true. Um, and yeah, no, they're basically making these things out to be just giant bats. Um. Air piranhas. Yes, air piranhas in, in reality. Um, in the meantime, Claudia struggles with blindness, is starting to be able to see things. Um, and yeah, is starting to struggle with things. Um. And sorry, I've I have lost my train of thought. Charlie, can you take me over, take over from here for a second? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Claudia is apparently blind. Um, she has an oddly romantic moment with Cutter, where he's like checking her out. It really looked met- like they were gonna start making out, and I was just like, "Dude, your wife just yeah. came back." <laughs> Both like medically and physically, he's like, "Oh yeah, your your pupil one pupil's blown. You're fucked in the head, but also you're beautiful." Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, Abby and Connor see all the, the bat piranhas, uh, and they fly 
like they don't attack them for whatever fucking reason, even though they probably should have. Um, and I think at some point Stephen tastes dung. Yes. Steve, and he's like, like, this dung doesn't taste like human. The fucking pterodactyl poops and Steven puts it to his lips and like tastes it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Steven. <laughs> you don't need to do that, my guy. <laughs> and that's when he realized, oh, the pterodactyl isn't eating people. It's only eating lizards. Well, it's- what was he expecting? Was he going to taste him like, mm, that did taste like human. I sure I do know <laughs> what human tastes like once it's been digested. No. Like, yeah. What was the thought process there, Stephen? Why were Not you only so do I sure know what, what human, human tastes like, I know what human tastes like <laughs> with shit. Specifically lizard shit, which I understand is worse than others. But yeah, and then the bat piranhas go fly through. I think they kill a paramedic outside. Yeah. He goes out to get more medicine or something for her, and he gets yeah. fucking swarmed. <laughs> but then they, she's like, <laughs> Cutter has to leave for a second. His phone's out of juice, because he's talking on the phone to Steven. He has to go get, like, a charger or some shit. And Dude, don't you remember the crazy days of phones dying after, you know, you made a call for 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, isn't oh that normal Lord. for cell phones? Did we bring up <laughs> the fact that the fucking uh, air piranhas cut the phone lines as well? Yeah, dude, it's it crazy. <laughs> One flies by and is like, oh, I'm going to bite this. Nom. <laughs> cuts the fucking phone lines cuts, like a serial killer. Like, I can't believe, like, that was like at least make a swarm of them like attacking the wires or something so it's like oh but no it just flies over instantly only bites the phone lines <laughs> the the back half of this I... episode is a b horror movie <laughs> it's like legitimately fucking, something out of like fucking bird and give bird wait what is it bird birdemic birdemic like jesus birdemic shock and terror please <laughs> i just it's so fucking stupid well that it, it gets worse cuz she goes up to uh, Claudia goes up to the window and then I guess they they the the bat piranhas go up to the glass and start breaking it and shit and she stumbles back horrified landing perfectly on a blood packet that then smears <laughs> itself on her pants and blouse so that it's so good later on for the second time this episode Cutter has to be like take off your shirt I and, did like the line of, I can't believe this is happening again. Or, or like, and yeah. it's just like, what? <laughs> Me asking you to take your shirt off or the attack? It's like both. Or uh, us nearly dying. And then she takes it off and I'm like, oh, this early 2000s, they're just going to have her run around in a bra for the rest of the episode. No, she has like a fairly modest undershirt on. And <laughs> it's Megan still showing out, off so much cleave. Because <laughs> she's happened to wear her push up to work that day. It's still so, sometimes it happens so egregious, dude. But oh god, it's just it feels like such a a late nineties, early two thousands trope of these characters have a little bit of sexual tension that they don't want to acknowledge. We're gonna create a scenario where one of them has to get close to naked it was suddenly like an old school style slasher movie is what happened yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh the killer can only see clothes quick we all have to get naked goddamn and then she's like oh i can't see don't leave me cutter and he's like it'll be fine kisses her and then leaves (laughs) like oh i so so i understand that this is what they do but i fucking love that he kisses her, and then, like, two minutes later, um, his, his fucking, like, Helen shows yeah. up and helps her, <laughs> helps Claudia. <laughs> it's so good. It's so dumb. Because, yeah, he, like, he fucks off to go to the ambulance, I guess, and then she's left stumbling around because she's half blind. Helen shows up to save her. Yeah. They don't, there's a secret passageway that they don't fucking close properly. Nope. So that the the bat piranhas can still get in, and they get to a kitchen. Cutter is out at the ambulance. He makes like a homemade flamethrower that, after scorching the the animals for like a half second, completely crispifies them. It chars them. them. It's like something out of a video game. Like it's just. I I genuinely think these thing the blood in these things is actually gas. Gas doesn't come from like. 
old fossils being compressed into into oil to be processed later it's just the blood mm. of dinosaurs these things bleed uh fucking oil is what it yes. is <laughs> they're incredibly flammable but yeah what a terrifying thing and then helen just like sets all the the gas burners open even though i want to say most modern gas ovens have a limiter so that i think if it doesn't detect that there's a flame on it doesn't let this happen maybe hey listen listen. maybe the uk is behind the times or some nonsense no the uk just loves freedom and they're not trying to ban your gas oven all right let's not let's not get into that (laughs) nope all right all right oh man um anyways let's let's have the best way to set this off by putting metal in a microwave as well um as uh, Claudia leaves through one door. (laughs) Yep, Claudia leaves through one door, Helen leaves through another door, um, and the room explodes not that long later, full of bats. Wow. Spooky murder bats. And somehow she manages to escape and get behind Cutter. (laughs) Like... Yeah. And he's just like, hey, you scared me, and she's like, yeah, your wife saved me, was my wife here? No, she fucked off. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Are we gonna talk about the kiss? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm gonna go talk to my girlfriend from the Amazon. <laughs> mm. Oh no. Um and God, um, you know, the other great thing that happens this episode, Abby kicks Connor out of her apartment, right? That's what happens? No. Nope. Yeah, totally. No. Uh Yay. They're gonna kiss, and Art. I'm gonna give that episode. I'm gonna be so angry. I'm, I'm fucking calling it, dude. David, I, so you wanna know what's crazy, David? Uh, you're calling it. I'm calling that it's gonna be next oh, episode. Oh, 100% it's gonna be next episode. As the finale? It has to be. It's, it's, a season season finale. Finale. it's the season finale. It has to be next episode. And then we're gonna have a time um, skip, and she's gonna be pregnant. <laughs> no? I oh, feel no. bad for Abby. I hope not. <laughs> Oh, man. I want it to be canonical that Connor never has sex. <laughs> that would be really great. That would make me very happy. Unlike Jar Jar Binks? Yes. Unlike Jar Jar Binks, who does have sex <laughs> canonically. But yeah, the episode ends with them releasing the, the pterodon back into the portal. And Claudia, oh, it's beautiful flying because she's gotten over her trauma of it concussing her. Yep. And. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird ending to a weird episode. And everyone everyone cheers, even though 90% of them were on board with killing the thing, not at five hours ago, which is the correct decision. They shouldn't have put the dodos back. They should have killed the dodos to better study them. Because, like, even, yes. even getting, like, one or two perfect, like, living or briefly, or sh- yeah, briefly dead uh, exemplars, just to be like, okay, yeah, our ideas of what dinosaurs look like are entirely accurate for this period. <laughs> There's a paleontologist somewhere that's crying about all of these samples they're never going to get to examine. <laughs> yeah. They, they send him one, and he's like, what do you mean they don't have feathers? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? They should have feathers. They're like, hey, man, time travel. The past exists, my guy. <laughs> There's concrete evidence that the past is real. Uh, you know, we didn't have a Wilhelm scream this episode, did we? There haven't been Wilhelm screams in a couple episodes, sadly. That's disappointing. It really is. Like, next episode, though, right? Like, se- season season one finale? I hope Hopefully it's Connor. It's happening. <laughs> oh, I love that. Right before he dies? Yeah. Also, what spectacular fucking timing. As soon as the pterodon flies through the anomaly, it closes. Like, the instant. Uh, listen, Do it waited enough. Do you think they enough. threw the charred corpses of the air piranhas into the anomaly as well? No. I, do you think you would eat that? <sighs> I don't know. If a dinosaur came back in time and you, like, killed it, would you try to eat it? I mean, I feel like you'd have to. Right? <laughs> you got you just gotta try and eat it. I mean, I'll try anything once. 
Also, we we didn't really talk about this. A fucking pterodon is flying in a major metropolitan area. And no one sees like, it. Near That's apartment right. buildings. And th- no one is concerned about anyone seeing well, they it. bring it up as a throwaway line where they're like how do we quarter and off the sky but then they never bring yeah. it up like oh yeah no a bunch of people fucking saw this thing <laughs> it's it's fine everything's fine <laughs> oh man what, oh, a, hey, what an episode would you guys like to know an important story connection what's an important story connection am i not gonna like connor it? gets sad when he sees tom's name on a video game because Tom died last episode. Who wrote this fucking summary? Wow. <laughs> These are this summary is so much worse than the fringe summaries. What child like, wrote this? <laughs> no, a child would know what a video game is. Uh, Charlie, I love the error. Alright. David, I've got a beautiful error for you. Um, the picture of Tom, Connor, and Duncan in Abby's flat is blue and yellow, as seen in episode 1.4. And in this episode, however, when Connor looks over at the picture in Abby's flat of him, Tom and Duncan, it is a full-color photo. So, apparently last episode, the, the photo was just in blue and what? yellow. Which is such an insane <laughs> It was a printer choice. error? <laughs> the printer didn't have any... Uh any red left and they were like ah fuck it that's such an insane i don't think it was a choice my dude (laughs) i feel like that's a printer error that they couldn't get fixed in time and they're like fuck it just put it on oh no i gotta stop looking at the story connections and getting upset oh yeah you saw you saw one of them (laughs) i saw one of them but i'm upset now hey instead of being upset let's talk about what other cool names for this episode there were uh because I think they're, I think they're better. Um, we have the German one, uh, which translates to "out of the blue." No, um, you also have to say the German. Oh, um, come on! Aus Hauter, Heit, Heiter, Holy fuck! Hell? That was bad. <laughs> it was really bad, dude. I'm, I'm not at the, I'm at the end of this. Aus Hauterian Himmel. I don't know that out of the blue. Um, my, my French is going to be super butchered. So Charlie, go for the French one. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find the blue and yellow painting. Oh, fine. All right. I'll do it. Um, the French one, uh, was OVMI, uh, Objet Volant Non Identifié. I, oh God, I really fucked up the identified. <laughs> Why there. did you, um, we don't have to read these. We're done the episode. Don't you have, we can end this, you, guys. We can end the French podcast. cousins. <laughs> fine. I, I think it's, yeah, no, it is Charlie that ends the podcast. We're here until, <laughs> we, until he well, says Well, we need so. to do episode ratings. We do need to do episode ratings. David, what do you think of this I thought episode? this was an okay episode, 3.5. I hate Connor. Um, Connor's my least favorite character. <laughs> I hope he dies. Connor is legitimately, like, Connor's not only my least favorite character, Connor is up there for, like, guys that they're trying to paint as, like, good people. Like, he's um, a lovable dork. In a TV show. Like, yeah, they're they're trying to paint him as, like, a likable dork and into this weird thing. And, like, in terms of, like, just generally a lot of TV shows, like, Connor is, I think, my most hated across several TV shows. Like, I'm trying to think of who else sort of falls into that that I, like, actually hate more. Because um, Connor hasn't had redeemable characteristics really yet. He's just a scumbag. Yeah. An opportunistic scumbag at that. Yeah, no, he fucking it's, sucks. He's 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 just the worst. Um, uh, despite how much the worst Connor is, this was just a fine episode. Um, it was like that. The second half was kind of was kind of fun. I'm I'm gonna give this one a three. Um, that that's that's where it felt like to me. Charlie, what about you? Two point five. I really didn't care for this episode that much. Understandable. Was it Connor? Uh, Did Connor ruin it for you? It's it's Connor, it's him and Abby aren't involved in like the main plot or really much of a B plot at all. They're just looking for Rex and then stumble on to I guess the antagonist. Um the Pterodon flying around and no one gives a shit is dumb and bad. Claudia's head injury and the kiss between her and Cutter is dumb and bad. Helen showing up for five seconds to save Claudia and then fuck off again. 
I just I, why why did you have Helen captured if she's just gonna come back because just have her come back because to start with or have her captured and forced to help the team and then she can make like a daring escape later not shove a dude off because she lied about meat pies yeah 2.5 I didn't I didn't like this one uh yeah, but fair enough Audiences kind of liked it. It also received a 7.4 on IMDb and rating or viewership jumped back up. It went to 6.46 versus the 5.81 from last week. So stabilizing to about the, the season one mark. Too yeah. high. Yes, that is. <laughs> yes. Too high. <sighs> but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's everything. So absolutely. Anyone else got anything they want to get off their chest before we go? Nope. No, no crimes you wanna, you wanna, like, uh, I guess admit to. What are you? What? No. What? I'm not wearing a wire. You're wearing a wire. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so confused. <sighs> I guess. All right. I guess that's it. Uh, thank you, audience, very much for listening to this episode. Uh, leave us a five-star rating on the podcasting service of your choice, be that Podbean, iTunes, Google, or, or I already said Podbean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just any of them. Uh, please tell all your friends. Uh, send this to family, friends. It makes a great Christmas present. That's coming up soon. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, we're at Twitter, at Forsaf. Uh, we're at Gmail at forsaf at gmail.com. If you, at some point in the future, don't know when, uh, want to see David and I bash our heads against the wall playing Borderlands 2 the way it is not meant to be played, uh, tune into our Twitch at twitch.tv slash forsaf. If you want to go back and watch us bang our heads against the wall playing Borderlands 1 the way it's not meant to be played, story missions only, you can go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com, I believe, slash forsaf. Uh, Forsaf Gaming, something it's like just that. Just Forsaf, Four Seasons at a Funeral. Just YouTube. Just okay. Google it. You'll you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it. Uh, there's the three streams David and I did of Borderlands One. Uh, up there, if you want to go back and watch those and prep yourself for when we do Borderlands Two. Uh, other than that, uh, once again, thanks very much for listening. Outro. Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.